Hey there, friend, and welcome to the Self Love for Breakfast podcast, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self-love for breakfast. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Love for Breakfast. I'm your host, Crystal Rose. Super pumped you're here today because we have another girlfriend chat with my friend, Deb, our friend, Deb. She's our friend now. (laughs) Say hey, Deb. (laughs) Hey, how's it going? So yeah, tonight we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk about men again. I feel like our last few episodes, we've, we've had some We've talked about dudes, which I like. I like that. I was like thinking about this the other day and about how I've been with my husband for what feels like an eternity, like 10 years. <laughs> We've been married for almost seven. We've been, you know, together for 10. It's like, I don't know what dating is like anymore. I mean, I know how I was when I dated and I know yeah. what that was like. Um, and I knew, you know, all of that. Um, it's a different world now. You know, Tinder wasn't really a thing. <laughs> the apps weren't really a thing. Um, but yeah, so, so you were like my, my little window into the dating world and it's it's fun. I like, I like to have these conversations. It makes me, yeah, Yeah. fills a little hole. (laughs) It's it's a journey. That's for sure. Especially I'm, I'm going to be 35 this year. So it's a, it's interesting going on and off the dating apps and like Mm. having interactions with all these guys. And I feel like lately, and I've been posting on my stories a lot, which I don't really like post to like tell stories and tell what they, I just don't, I just post pictures and video like, Hey, this is what I'm doing today. But sometimes what I lately, for some reason I, and we, you know, we we released one already about, um, about when ghosters return that episode and I had a story, I had a, you know, a story on my story. And then I posted another one shortly after because I had another encounter with a guy that I went on one date with. And then I kind of was like, no, I just want to be, you know, friends with you. So this is a different guy now. Mm-hmm. And it's just really interesting. Lately, I've been having not positive encounters with guys. So I'm just like, you know, let them rip. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> let's, let's tell me about this situation. Uh, Okay. So another situation. So, um, and it was really weird. It totally, it totally caught me off guard. Long story short. I always say that it always ends up being a long story. I'll see how short I can make it. <laughs> so we can actually talk about it. Right. So, um, I, I met this guy through, um, I guess Instagram, um, through a mutual friend and, uh, you know, he would ask me out from time to time. I had never met him face to face. But then all of a sudden, one time I was out and about with one of my girlfriends, we were just like in Midtown Sack, just having beer, having drinks. And he actually, he, I posted something saying, Hey, I'm at this brewery. He said, Hey, I'm nearby. Like, let's, can I, can I come by and like finally meet you in person? And I asked my friend if it was okay. Cause it was a girl day, yeah. you know, I run it by my, you know, just so it's not weird. And I'm like, and she's like, yeah, let's meet him. And so he came by and I met him and we actually had so much fun with him. Um, he was totally cool. We went bar hopping, beer hopping, whatever. And, and he was, you know, and it was like kind of flirty, kind of like, like, okay, like I can, you know? Yeah. And so, um, 
yeah, and, you know, and so we, so it was a good encounter and my friend was even like, you should go out with him. And, and I was just like, I don't know, I guess. And so a few, I want to say a few months down the road, I finally like went on a date date with him. Um, but at the time I, I basically told him, look, I'm not looking for anything. I just want to like, I try to be upfront. Yeah. Point in my life. I try to be like, I'm not looking for anything serious or yeah, I want to look for something serious at the time I told him I'm not looking for anything serious. I just want to like, let's just go see what happens. So we meet. And then when we met, I, again, cause I kind of felt a vibe of like, no. And it, and it, and it's an internal thing, right? It's just yeah. it's a me thing. It's a meh, no, not really having anything to do with you per se, but like this, I just don't really want anything. So we had that conversation face to face. And then at the end of the date, um, I ended up driving him home because he had, he took an Uber downtown. So I dropped him off at his house because it was on the way to my house. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we we're just talking outside of my car and we go into hug and he goes in to kiss me. And I remember saying, no, no, thank you. <laughs> like, I just, well, cause I just, right. I just don't want to, I don't want to lead him on. Like yeah. we already had this conversation. Like no, I'm not you. trying to be. That's in- weird. So you like basically had the conversation that uh, this was like, not, not it. And then he tried yeah. to kiss you. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. And so tried to shoot a shot. shot. (laughs) Yeah. Even though you already had pre-shot him down, but okay. (laughs) So maybe, I don't know, maybe I didn't make it clear. I don't know. So anyway, I, I, I feel like an ass, but I don't at the same time, because I basically like pushed him away and said like, no, no, thank you. Like no kissing. And so then we hugged and he just kind of like went inside the house, went in his house. I went in my car, went home, you know, that was it. And then a few weeks later, I remember him asking me out again (laughs) like through texting. And I remember saying like, look, no, I just want to be friends. And then I didn't hear from him for a while. Right. A while. I want to say like months and months and months, like this was months ago. Like I, I want to stretch as far as a year ago. That's probably an exaggeration, but you get the picture. Yeah. So a long time ago. Right. So let's fast forward to at this point in time where we're recording, you know, it's July. And I want to say probably like two weeks ago, yeah, two weeks ago. Um, so I have a second job. I work at a nightclub. So I was working at an event and um, he texted me or, you know, Instagram messaged me and he's like, Hey, are you, cause he, he found out that I was working at this club because mm-hmm. from time to time he would still kind of message me. I think I'm the one who told him actually. So anyway, so <laughs> I, just, I don't want to make it seem like he's like a stalker. Like I think I told him. So, yeah. I, and so he messaged me and he's like, um, Hey, are you working at the event tonight? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And then, um, and I thought he was going to ask me if I can get him in. And I was prepared to say, yeah, like, I'll get you in. Like, no big deal. Like, it's just one person. Because um, the cover charge was kind of pricey. Um, yeah. And so, but then he comes back and says, hey, I have four girls with me. Can you get them in? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I immediately was like, well, I, I'm new to this job. I can get you in. I don't know, but not the girls. Like, yeah, I don't you're like, them, you I have, don't know them. Yeah. And I, and I have bosses around me. I'm new. I don't want to get in trouble. And so, um, he didn't respond to that. Um, he ends up walking up to the, so I'm at the table where the booth is and if, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes later. And he didn't respond to that text after I sent him and said, like, I can't, I can only get you in. He, I, I, I remember seeing him walking up to the booth and I remember seeing him and saying, Oh, Hey, there you are. And just his demeanor. I'm just like, who are you? Because he kind of like leans over the table, like, oh, cool. And like, looks at another girl that I'm working with who has the guest list, which means you get in for free if you're on the guest list. 
he leans over and he's like, yeah, I'm on the guest list. And I looked at him and I'm like, oh, like you didn't tell me that. Like that would have been nice to know that change that kind of changes it a little bit because you get in for, you know, so like it just kind of changes it. And he just kind of ignored that. Like he ignored me. And I'm like, okay. And so my friend's like looking up his name and found his name. And she's like, oh yeah, here you are. I see you. And I looked at right at night. Oh, I almost said his name. (laughs) I have a problem dropping names on here. I looked at him and I said, okay, that would have been nice to know. And um, he's like, yeah. And I have, you know, I have the four girls with me or have the girls with me. And my, the, my friend who's doing the guests kind of looks up at me and I look at, and I look at her and I look at him and I'm like, okay, still, did you get my message? And he's like, yeah, but they're girls. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, we don't, that's not what this is in Vegas. <laughs> no. Right. And he like, this is like a different story. They're like, oh, they're four girls. The guy stays outside. <laughs> right. No, totally. I mean, we're in Sacramento at an outdoor block party that is like, no, this is not the same thing at all. And he kind of like, walks away like all manly and nonchalant like he's like trust me I know how this business works and I'm like what who are what and it like immediately I'm like oh no this is gonna not be good he's totally in his like male bravado I don't know what this is what's happening he totally like flipped a switch and then sure enough here come the girls and already knowing he's promised these girls that they can get in for free because they march in and one of them like holds out her wrist, like give me a wristband to me. And I, I, I like ignored her and I looked at the guy and I said, I cannot, what? Like, what do you, and he's like, yeah, yeah. They're just put the wristband on them. I'm like, excuse me. Like it was just, he like, he basically demanded that I give them a free wristband. And I was, and I, and my, and I have people around me who I'm working with and I'm the bottom person I'm the new one and they're looking at me and I'm like no and I looked at him and I said no did you not get my message um anyway I could let me fast forward to it what turned out to be he just kind of like slinked away and then he came and he would come back and like again say come on let them in and it was a I want to say it was a solid five minutes of all this happening and people are in line behind them so I'm like all stressed out I'm trying to get them to go through and they can't just like pay like I mean right, they try skipping the line or like what no so like they they were trying he was trying to get them in without paying okay. he promised them they could get in for free basically and he was gotcha. trying to use me my name and I basically was telling him no and I looked at him <laughs> and I and I and I shouldn't have even done this I said look I can get let me I'll get one girl in and I pointed to a, a girl one of the one of the girls I said I'll get her in but these three girls need to pay. Like, I can't get up. Like, I don't know who you are. And my boss yeah. is like right behind me. And he still was like, come on, they're girls. And one of them was, and one of them was probably, and they're all drunk. Right. And one of them was of like, yeah, I'm a girl. So, um, and I basically was like, so my Instagram story, I was like ranting about this. And I basically told him, I was like, why are you, what, what are you doing? Who are you? Why are you putting me in this position? Like, why are you using me? And then he started naming all the bosses. He's like, I know this person and this person, and this person. And I said, okay, cool. Go get them up here. Why do you need me then? And then he just like leaves. He like walks into the event and leaves the girls. And <laughs> The girls are all looking at me and I said, I'm so sorry. And they find, they got it. They understood. They're like, we get it. We'll pay. Don't even worry. They were actually really good. (laughs) That's good. They're like, we get it. We'll pay no problem. And they even, they like, they were very sweet about it, but I was, I was so heated because I'm like, what? Like who, like who anyway, and just, I'm, I'm over it now. But in the moment I was so pissed because I'm like, who are you? Who do you, why do you think you can treat 
me and these girls like this, first of all, you tried to use me. And if you needed me and then you start naming all the top people, why did you need me? Why did you promise these girls this? Like, what do you have to prove? And you left. You didn't yeah. even offer Once he was like, oh, well, <laughs> I guess I can't okay, get in. Like, Bye. He's like, I'm out. And he leaves. He literally like walked away out of sight, out of mind. So the girls paid for themselves, went and then, and then they walked in and I immediately got my phone out and messaged him. And I said, not cool. And he never messaged me back. I blocked him. <laughs> just like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm just not even going to deal with you. But um, it just got me thinking. I'm like, you know, because we've had a conversation about alpha females. Yeah. We've had an episode about that. And we've talked briefly about alpha males and beta males. And immediately the term beta male came to my mind. So in my Instagram story post, and I posted it to my snap too, of course. I know I talked about how he acted like a beta male. And I had a guy comment and say, isn't that what an alpha male is supposed to do? And so like, uh, like and, and he meant what an alpha male is supposed to do what? Like try to intimidate oh. someone into getting like, <laughs> I guess I know I would. And he was, it was just one person, right? It wasn't, yeah. that was it. Just one person. At, and he's like, isn't that what there is? And I thought that's what an alpha male is supposed to be dominating. And I said, um, this is a different, like, I don't think you're thinking of the correct domination because Mm. so anyway I just it got me thinking I'm like people I think people have a misconception of what it means to be an alpha male versus a beta male and maybe people don't even know that that is even a thing um alpha versus beta or like the 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 positive part of being an alpha male yeah yeah you know I mean okay so like I think we may have mentioned this briefly on the last one about toxic masculinity right like people are all like toxic masculinity and like (laughs) I don't think they know what they're talking about when they say it because not all masculinity is toxic it's actually very very healthy to be really strongly rooted in your masculine as a man yeah it just it is um but yeah. So, so I'll, I'll kind of go through some traits of what, um, so there's like a healthy and there's a distortion, right? There's a healthy, there's an unhealthy, the, the toxic and the healthy. Okay. So, and, and I use my husband as an example of healthy because for me, like, I mean, I can't outman him, right? Like there are like beta men who, they need to puff up their chest. They need to be like, um, man. And you know, all of this stuff because like they are insecure. So it's like rooted in insecurity. It's not rooted in confidence. Right. So they have to like build themselves up. Um, whereas, you know, my husband is very confident in his masculinity is confident in himself and who he is. So I can't like outman him, you know, I can't outmasculine him. Um, like if you hear women, this is like one of the things that drives me absolutely nuts. I have to like bite my tongue and like sit on my hands and not reply to people on like Facebook and stuff. And they're like, I'm just too much for men. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I intimidate like whatever. And it's like, okay, you likely intimidate, um, the beta males, right. The men who aren't secure enough and that they don't feel like they can control you, but you also, basically send signals to, to the real, an alpha man, um, that you don't need him. You're good. Bye. Mm-hmm. Go, go away. You know, like I don't need you. And, and a man who's, you know, confident in himself and secure in, in his masculinity, isn't going to argue with you. He's not going to fight with you on that. He's going to be like, all right, you don't need me. Cool. Bye. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's not going to 
Um, especially, you know, if it's in the, be- it's in the beginnings of things where you just meet someone, you know, when you're like, don't really click. Cause you're like, I don't need no man and all this like crap. Right. He's like, okay, see ya, you know? So it doesn't mean that, you know, if this, that kind of woman believes that she is too masculine or she's too independent, um, when really it's like your way in your masculine, like a woman, but it's an unhealthy kind of thing. Right. So women can do it too. But the man who feels like, um, like here are some traits, I'll just give some traits of, of that beta male toxic masculinity, unhealthy masculine. Okay. So aggressive, controlling, forceful, cold and distant avoids connection takes everything personally, mm-hmm. intentionally shames other people, is a bully, aggressive, critical, um, reactive, right? Like it kind of distorts things, provokes right. the situation um, and tries to fix rather than listen. I mean, and that's a big thing for a lot of men. They, they struggle with that. Um, but that is, you know, that force that like you will listen to me kind of like I'm in charge, I'm dominant type thing. Um, when you have to push it, when you have to force it, that is not the healthy. So like with, with a healthy, healthy masculinity, they're, they're rooted in that. They're rooted in their confidence. They're rooted in their, like, they know who they are. They don't feel like they have to push it on you. Hey, I'm a man, you know, (laughs) they don't have to like remind you. The thing is, is like when a man is like really actually confident in his masculinity, he is an alpha male. He doesn't need to like puff up. You know, he doesn't have to show you he's dominant. He just is. He's just like, you know, it's like, like I said, I can't outman my man. If I was like trying to be the guy in our relationship or trying to, you know, show him that I was like stronger, tougher, more manly, whatever than him, he'd almost be like, okay, you know, like, go ahead, sweetie. Like, like, whatever. (laughs) He doesn't need to show me that. He doesn't need to show me the, oh, I'm so dominant, this, that, and the other thing. But it's a groundedness. It's like a a very centeredness of like, I just know who I am. I'm good with who I am. I'm going to let you be you. I'm confident in letting you be you. And like, I know I'm, you know, like, that's it. Right. Uh, you know, I think, and that's one of the things with my husband, when I met him, um, the thing with like masculine and feminine energetics is that for a lot of women who, who are very masculine in our energy, I am very masculine in my energy. It's taken years for me to even one, realize that and two, um, seek to balance it right with more of the feminine flow. But when, when you are a woman who is, who is kind of leaning more towards masculine, it doesn't always feel safe to be in your feminine. And when there's a man who's very strong in his masculinity and confident and like safe, you're, it's like almost like a switch kind of goes off where you're like, ah, like you can like move a little bit more into the feminine. You can rest a little bit more in the feminine. And that's, I think, you know, with meeting my husband, I was able to do that. I was able to kind of rest in my femininity because it felt safe with him while also still being a badass and being strong and him enjoying that and liking that. And never once was he like, you're too confident. You're too strong. You're too, you know, motivated, driven. Like it was never that he's like, I love that about you, but he never yeah. felt like it overshadowed him or, you know, he was content and happy to let me shine and to like, appreciate that. 
Does that make sense? Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's like supportive. It, it's like a supportive, like. Right. Yeah. So um, what, right. And so, and so what I'm like, and again, this topic, this whole topic was in my brain brought on, as soon as I got the message, I'm like, we need to talk about this then, you know, <laughs> even though it's one person, one guy, right. And this yeah. guy, I don't, even, I don't even talk to that much, but he literally was like, I thought that an alpha male was supposed to be like forward and like dominant and like, I don't know. I, I these aren't his dumb. words, but like, yeah, it's just in a different way. It's like, he doesn't need to announce yeah. it. You know, it's like, yeah. he doesn't need to like everyone right i'm in charge right like he just is <laughs> right yeah uh, right and so i'm trying to explain <laughs> it over text right like in more or less words i was like yeah but he doesn't need to like do it in that way and put people down and yeah especially put women down like that's mm-hmm. not and he's like oh, okay and he literally was like i guess i'm just confused and i'm like well yes yes sir you are because <laughs> yeah i don't know what you think you know alpha so people- it's not alpha it's not an alpha male to get into a fight with another man right like pop up your chest and get into a fight that's not alpha that's very beta it's not it's yeah. not alpha to bully someone or to try to push someone into doing something that they don't want to do you know this yeah. is like the the line of where, you know, people are like, oh, it's toxic masculinity. And just saying that anything that is like super masculine or manly is toxic. And it's like, no, it's not, (laughs) you know, it's not. Well, and I just, but I think a lot, I think people genuinely like, you know, think that or are confused about it, about, um, you know, just like, oh, there's just supposed to be alpha means forward and confrontational and alpha is the fighter. Like, I think, Mm -hmm. I think people have that misconception. So I'm like, this is worth talking about, especially with males. Like, again, we have the Mufasa. It's Mufasa versus the hyenas, like, or Scar, right? Like Mufasa didn't have to create, didn't have to create fear to get people to respect People respect him. People loved him. And and he was a strong, masculine, like ruler, right? And, and yeah. fatherly energy, like just very calming, good energy. Scar was like, I'm in charge. You know, he had to go yeah. around telling everyone he was in charge. He had to like, you know, obviously he had to kill Mufasa to get there. But, you know, like right. the way he went about yeah. things was very, you know, it was fear driven. And, and it wasn't from a place of, I feel confident in myself. It's like, yeah. I'm going to get everyone around me to to respect me and then I'll feel like a leader and then I'll feel confident. You know, it's like an external thing rather than it's just an intrinsic, like part of you. Right. Yeah. And yeah, he had to kill Mufasa, but look where that got him. (laughs) You think about like the story, (laughs) no one liked him, no one respected him. The kingdom actually crumbled because he was not a leader. He just wanted the glory of it all. Yeah. He just wanted the title. Yeah. Yes. And that's exactly what I felt. And and it's honestly no, I mean, yes, in the moment, like it was, I took it personally, but like, and at this point in time, I don't like, it's not like it's a personal vendetta against this guy who brought this topic on, but that's exactly what he was doing. He was like, came in, like wanted to be the man and like, I don't know where he got these girls from. I don't know who these girls were, where he met them, whatever. But apparently he promised them that he could get them in. Like I'm the man, I'll get you in. I have a plug. There is and a then, level of insecurity there. I mean, and think about it. You rejected him. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're someone who technically rejected him. And so he's like, okay, like, 
I'm going to get whatever I'm going to get out of this, you know, situation or whatever. Um, you know, it, it reminds me of, um, have you ever heard of the Instagram account? I don't even know it's still, if it's still alive. It's called by Felipe. No. By Felipe. Okay. So, you know, by Felicia, by Felipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's basically, um, about all of these like conversations, like a lot of them on dating apps or whatever, when a woman kindly usually rejects a guy like, Oh no, thank you. I'm just not interested or whatever. And he goes from being like, you're so beautiful to being like, fuck you. You're ugly anyways. And like, you're such a hoe bag. And I like, I just felt bad for you. That's why I asked you out. Like, it's like, they just turn into like mega assholes. Right. Because like, you're not actually a nice guy. Like you're not actually a nice guy. If, if you can turn like that. Right. I asked my husband, I was like, if I had like, this is like a long time ago. I was like, if I had like rejected you or if I was like, yeah, I'm not really interested. Uh, I was like, would you, what would you have done? (laughs) Like, would you have been mad? He's like, I mean, I would have been like, fuck that sucks. But you know, but I would have been like, okay, I get it. (laughs) Oh, You know, he's like, I mean, he's like, I wasn't, I wouldn't have gotten mad at you. He's like, I kind of felt like you were out of my league anyway. So I like, you know, kind of oh. expected it, you know, but he was like, I wasn't going to like, it's just, I mean, he was actually seeing a girl before me, um, that like, she suddenly like posted on Facebook that she had a boyfriend <laughs> and he was like, like, they were just like casually right. dating. They weren't really like okay. serious or anything. But like he, you know, out of the blue, it was like blah, blah, blah is in a relationship with blah, blah, blah. And he was like, what the fuck? You know? And he like liked the status, but then he like, (laughs) then he like unliked it later. And he was just kind of like, he's like, yeah, you know, it's okay. He's like, I wasn't like mad at her. I was just kind of like, you know, I just didn't know. I mean, I thought we were like kind of seeing each other and I guess we weren't anymore. I don't know. Um, I would have been nice to know. And I was like, he just, the way he handled it was like, yeah, it sucked. And he was like, obviously hurt and upset, but he was just not the kind of guy who's going to like lash out. Right. You know? And I have seen the men, um, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but I've seen men like on social media over the years. I actually wrote an article called like seven or reasons why you're not really a nice guy or something like that. Um, (laughs) and I've seen, (laughs) yeah, I've seen men be like, Oh, getting, you know, nice guys finished last or like being nice, you know, uh, if this keeps up, I'm just not even going to be nice anymore. Or like, uh, or some, like basically like being like, they're not, you know, being nice gets them, doesn't get them anywhere. They're like, Mm -hmm. being nice doesn't get me anywhere. And I'm like, do you understand that you're not actually nice? You're not actually nice because you aren't nice to get something. Being nice is just who you are. If you're actually nice, you're just genuinely nice. And someone being like rejecting you or, right. you know, not being interested in you or being interested in someone else or cheating on you or whatever, that's like their stuff that right. has, you know, yeah. and that's not like a reason to suddenly stop being nice. You're just not nice. <laughs> you're putting yeah. it on and it's not right. real. Yeah. Nice people are nice. Right. Yeah, exactly. I did. I feel bad for those guys. First of all, <laughs> you feel bad for the guys who are pretending well, to be nice. I feel, I feel and bad. Like, nice guys finish last. Like, no, well, I, you're not a nice guy. No, right. Right. And, and initially, and that's the whole thing is like, Oh, I feel bad. But like, when you just explained it, it's like, yeah, no, like you should, if you're a nice guy, you don't need to like, 
Yeah. So is that a form of like beta, a form of like trying to like get um, like sympathy? Like, is that a beta trait as well? Yeah. I mean, it's insecurity, obviously, right. you know, and, but it's like a, it's almost like a manipulation right. kind of yeah. thing. You know, I mean, it's a, yeah. Not that it, and, and don't let it, don't let it, don't confuse me. Like I feel bad, like as to it's attractive, it's not attractive, but like, I just initially I'm like, Oh, that sucks. I feel bad. But it's, but it is like, it makes sense if that's a beta trait, if they're. Yeah. 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 Sense. What was me type thing. And that's actually, honestly, that is actually, um, it's not even so much a beta male trait as it is an unhealthy feminine trait. <laughs> okay. Okay. That makes sense too then. So, so, okay. okay. And this happens a lot too. So a lot of beta males aren't just in the flip side of the, of the healthy masculine, you know, they're, they're not just in the toxic masculine. A lot of them are in the unhealthy feminine. Right. So that looks like being passive aggressive, Mm. being weak, acting helpless, being a people pleaser, insecure, seeking outside validation, being needy, being manipulative, you know, projecting onto other people. So projecting yourself onto other people, Uh, the victim, you know, poor me story, uh, an inability to set boundaries. Like, so I dated a lot of guys in the, in the beginning. Cause I, um, I didn't know this, but I was dating my mother for years. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought what was happening. Cause I was dating these like weak, um, passive aggressive, like men, like these weak wow. men. Oh and God. this was like, you know, I was like 18 through 25. I don't know, something around there. Um, and I thought, this is what I thought was happening. I thought that I was, um, going like swinging so far in the opposite direction of my father. Cause my dad is like, he was like violent and angry and controlling whatever. So I thought like, Oh, I'm just swinging to like the other side of the spectrum. Like I was so afraid to end up with someone like my dad that I just like went in the opposite direction that might've had a part to play in it. But, um, <laughs> realizing finding out a lot of things about my mother very recently over the last few years I'm like oh my god I was dating my mom like I was setting myself up to be in these relationships that would inevitably fail and make me feel the same way I felt in my relationship with my mother but yeah so there were men that were like this they were very much betas they were not masculine confident men they were um, you know, more in their distorted, unhealthy, feminine energy. That's great. I, I, mean, I swear to God, people don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there is no like concept of men can be in their toxic feminine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cause we, we all like, have a balance of masculine and feminine energy and like in our bodies, we have a balance. Well, I mean, right. it's not always balanced, but we have both energies. So yes. Yeah. And, well, I'm like, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to add, like, I, my, my background is kinesiology. Like I have, like, I know the science of like, we obviously everyone has um, estrogen and testosterone Yeah, and like females just have a little bit more estrogen naturally than testosterone and then vice versa. But we, we have both hormones. So sure. But this is energetics. So this is right, like right, not right. so much, you know, I mean, and this right. can be, it doesn't matter if you identify as, you know, a male, female, whatever you identify as 
what you're generally like born with, you're going, there's going to be more of a natural, easy state of being for you. Right. So if you were born a woman, it is going to be easier. Like if you are in the healthy feminine, like more so in the healthy feminine, we all get to like, you know, borrow from the masculine, use it. But for women, when we are hard in our, um, masculine, it's very depleting. It's very energy depleting. We're, we're tired all the time, but when we're more in our, our feminine, we have like more energy because yeah. it's just like what's natural for us. Right. So, you know, we all have these, this, this energies, And a lot of the reason why we might have, this might blow your mind. I don't know if it will, but <laughs> one of the reason why we would have these unhealthy um, traits, the unhealthy side is because we were wounded by one of our parents. Mm. So if you have a father wound, which doesn't mean like your dad was an asshole. It could have been, you had an amazing father, but you had four siblings and you had to compete for his attention. So you always craved his love, or maybe he was completely absent. Maybe he worked all the time. Maybe there was, you know, or maybe he was um, traumatizing to you, whatever. If you craved love from your father the most, or you felt like something was like, you weren't getting enough, right? Then you're going to exhibit some unhealthy masculine traits. Hmm. If you feel that way about your mother, or if your mother has done like the wounding, right? You craved her love and approval and all of that the most, then you're going to have some unhealthy feminine traits. I mean, or more so, right? So it'd be more so with that. Um, And you can also have a combo of both, right? There can be both things that happen and occur, but generally it it tends to come from there. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, And I just, it, and I'm I'm thinking of my own background now, as you say, (laughs) I know I'm like analyzing now. Well, like I, for example, like my mom, my mom died when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And so I sometimes, it makes sense because I view her absence as Mm. she left me subconsciously sometimes, sometimes, right? Like I know it's obviously she didn't choose to leave me. But it's a wound. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. It's It's a wound. wound. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so you get to have those feelings. Like you get to be angry. You get to be frustrated or sad. And like, like it's a cocktail of emotion. Yeah. Right. Right. And sometimes I look back and I see like, sometimes I've displayed passive aggressive behavior, Mm -hmm. like just from the absence of Mm -hmm. just, again, like, of course she didn't do it. She didn't do it on purpose, but like, it just, just the absence of that. So as soon as you said that, so I don't know, I just wanted to share that in case anyone has had a die and wondering if, if they've displayed those symptoms. And I do think the absence of that, like that can show up in your relationships as well. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and when you have someone, you know, when you have a, a a couple, right? Like maybe the man is like really wounded masculine and and the woman is wounded feminine or wounded masculine, or, you know, you're both wounded masculine. Then you're like, that's where the power struggle is coming in. You know, um, it's very, very interesting. I, I actually, like love the masculine and feminine energetics because it really speaks like volumes of what dynamics, like I can literally, you know, my, my sister was maybe, all right, I'm going to edit that out. So (laughs) a friend of mine (laughs) was telling me about, you know, her boyfriend and she was like telling me about like some fight that they got in. And I, I just instinctively was like, 
does he have mom issues? Like what's his relationship like with his mother? And she's like, oh, he does not talk to her. Like they do not get along. And I was like, uh, yeah, that's very clear to me. (laughs) Very clear by the way that he reacts to you in your arguments and your fights. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's, and, and I, I think, right. And like when the, when the parent is present, like, yeah, like I could say the same for one of my exes as well. Mm-hmm. Like knowing now, like years and years later, I'm like, okay, I can see how he treated that me, me that way because look at his relationship with his mom back then, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. for me with like the parent just like gone, like, you know, not of this world anymore. I'm just like, is it possible? And I think it is. Anyway, we're getting off in two. Sorry. Yeah, no, this was a good but one. Like, I, I think this yeah. is good. I think it, a lot of food for thought. But yeah, you know, there was a difference between toxic masculinity and actual masculinity. And just yeah. because something is masculine, manly, you know, whatever, or, or deemed, it's not what society deems as masculine. It's not about, you know, beards yeah. and muscles and all of that shit. Like that doesn't mean like, yeah masculine that's not it's societal Mm -hmm. um conditioning and societal like definitions are not the same and constructs are not the same as energetics right so when we talk about alpha and beta we're really talking about the energetics of it okay Um, right because I was asking my you know my friends earlier and their and their questions and I was telling them the story and like you know I'm going to talk with Crystal about you know the difference between alpha you know alpha male and beta male and the difference between the females and I just need some clarification because people have asked me obviously and (laughs) well right and they were wondering like well what does why do men feel the need and men specifically um, if we're just talking about that, if like you identify as male, like why do men specifically feel the need to posturize then posturize, meaning like, if we're going to use the, like, I don't know, peacocking or like, yeah. to like puff their chest out. Like, is it a, is it a societal thing? Is it a history thing? Like it's generally due to, it's just compensation for insecurity. It's, mm-hmm. they don't, they believe it's something they have to do or yeah. that they've, um, done so often over time, because at one point, you know, they weren't getting the respect they felt like they deserved or whatever, or they felt insecure. So let me over like overdo this, pour this on a little bit more. Um, and then it just became like a habit, something they probably don't even think about anymore. It's not like, Oh, I'm going to do this because then, you you know, it's like, it just becomes a thing. And then it's just very ingrained, just like all of our habits are, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, I mean, just to summarize the whole story, like I just totally saw his colors and how he responds to things. And some people even commented on the story, like, well, that you were people who knew me personally, they're like, well, you rejected him, Deb. So uh, like, that's why that, that was his response to, I don't know. And I don't know. Well, it's like, now, you know, I mean, that's the thing is like, we, we don't have, you know, especially when you're out there and dating, it's like, not every guy is going to be the guy. You know, I, I went on yeah. many, many like really great dates with like a really great guy, you know, great guys um, and didn't want a second date because I didn't have, it just wasn't, right. it wasn't the guy, you know, it wasn't the thing for me and it was nothing was wrong with them. It just wasn't for me. So, right. you know, right. I mean, the guys are going to take that all differently. And, and they're, unfortunately, I do really think that there is a softness that is um, being instilled in men, not softness as in, um, sensitivity or being available for emotions. Right. That's not what I mean, <laughs> but I yeah, mean a, right. a softness in, they can't handle 
being rejected. They can't handle having no said to them or, you know, cause it, it feel, it fills them with shame or whatever it is. And they're not able to, um, regulate those feelings. They don't know what the hell to do with them. And so they lash out instead, but that's yeah. a whole nother thing. So yeah. <laughs> we'll wrap it up tonight. It was good. <laughs> right. Right. But, but thank, you for, thank you for clarifying though, because that just is yeah. people like already asked me, I'm like, isn't that what they're supposed to do? And I'm like, um, I literally was like going to refer them to you. And I'm like, no, we'll just talk about it on an episode. It's, like, it's something like, they don't have to do. They don't have to do that. You know, there is no doubt. And my husband walks into a room, how freaking manly he is. There is absolutely no doubt, you know, and he's, you know, he doesn't have to pup anything. <laughs> he's just. Yeah. Right. him it's a strong yeah. uh knowing it's just knowing that you got it you don't have to even you don't have to think about it you don't have to put it on yeah so I mean message to to women like you do not need to be put down by a guy for them to show you how dominant they are like <laughs> no <laughs> hell no like, run no absolutely not like it's run just, away no run away, <laughs> run run away. so yeah. yeah uh Deb where can they find you so that they can hear more of these Firsthand and later get the follow up podcast. The stories will keep coming, I'm sure. Um, you guys can find me um, on Instagram at gingerspice28. And then um, I have a podcast um, called Not Here to Judge, and that is at Not Here to Judge podcast. And I just release them whenever I want. It's very sporadic, but <laughs> I mostly post on my personal at Ginger Spice. So amazing. Thank you so much, Deb, for being here today. And as always, bringing forward a lively conversation. <laughs> Topics. Thank you. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.